Hey, I'm Rich. And I'm Dave. Now, we know you've probably spent many a nights flipping through Netflix, Amazon, or whatever on-demand service, seeing a flick you think looks cool, but don't know anything about and wonder to yourself, should I watch this? Well, we did, and we're here to let you know whether or not you should. Now, we're a couple of dudes that are pretty passionate about movies, pizza, and booze. And we combine all three on this show, so before you go any further, just know it's going to get pretty fucking explicit. Yeah, if you're easily offended or don't like swearing, just turn back now. But if you stay the course, we'll kick back, relax, and let us assault your ears with the only movie review you'll ever see. This is Raw View. It's that time again. Yep, yep, it's that time in 2018. Oh yeah, we are uh, we're in the future now. Yeah, no, absolutely. We are recording <laughs> pre-New Year, so we can tell you Happy New Year in the New Year. Yeah, so Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, Before we get into it, uh, we had an original episode planned for this one. <laughs> we did, we did. So thinking back on 2017, fondly, I think of all uh, uh, the good times we had with episodes like The Void... Kong Skull Island, all the other ones. And then there was a couple fuck-ups. <laughs> yeah. One of which was King Arthur, The Legend of the Sword, which we kind of tacked bonus viewage on at the end of one of our episodes. And the last one was The Dark Tower. Yeah. The Dark Tower was a steaming pile of shit. Mm. That was awful, that movie. We're not going to get totally into it, but, I mean, I think I gave it like a half of an inhaler puff. Yeah. Um, the only reason why we don't have it for you is because the audio fucked up on it, so... Yeah, we fucked but, up the audio. We also got a little fucked up ourselves, so yeah. we, we really just... The movie was so hard to watch, even drunk, that we couldn't even make that good a joke. Yeah, we were just trashing on it the whole time, yeah. and not even, like, in a funny way. Yeah, it was so <laughs> depressing that it, it just... It, it wasn't even anything that we wanted to listen yeah. to, let alone give to you guys. I mean, uh, a couple of uh, moments that I actually liked, uh, aside from the the various um, like callbacks to the other Stephen King movies and novels and everything, yeah. uh, was the fact that they used The Shining a lot, which I thought was cool. Yeah, there's some references. There are a lot of references to The Shining. Uh, there's a couple references like Cujo and It. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, for all the um, for all the you know throwbacks it tried to do to the Stephen King lore, it also majorly spat in the face of his lore by taking a seven part epic series and condensing it down to like an hour and a half movie. I yeah. mean, if you're going to at least do that, make it a three hour movie. But they made it an hour and a half, and it was that was my my primary number one problem. The only thing I'll really say about it is it's just despicable that they tried to do it, and it just it's non cohesive, non exciting. Yeah, and Very boring story. For it being an hour and a half movie, it dragged yeah. like a motherfucker. It was awful. It's just unwatchable. So, yeah, yeah I gave it a half as well because it's another one of those movies that uh, if you could give it any lower, it would. Yeah, kind of a bummer. Yeah. But uh, anyway, moving on to 2018. Yeah, what do we have in, up tonight? Well, we're in 2018 now. So as the, uh, the, the dark, unexciting months of the beginning of the year after Christmas kind of creep forward, we're back with Raw Viewage, Raw and Viewier and... Tonight we're gonna take it to a Netflix movie that just came out uh, pre-Christmas. It's a movie called Bright. Yeah. And this is um, this is a Netflix-produced film. To date, it is the most expensive film that uh, Netflix has ever uh, dumped ninety million dollars wow. into. Um, it stars Will Smith. Um, it also stars Numi Rapace as the female lead, which is awesome because she's typically 
a super kick-ass female character. Mm -hmm. She was in a movie called uh, What Happened to Tuesday, which is also a Netflix movie that was surprisingly good. And then, or is um, that what happened to Monday? Or what happened to Monday? Yeah, excuse yeah. me, any day of the week. Monday, matter, yeah. Tuesday, they could both fucking fuck off. Forever <laughs> yeah, they could both that. die yeah. until Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're ready to party. Yeah. But uh, and then the um, the male the other male character in the movie is Joel Edgerton, who is Again, also our buddy. He's from, a dark horse, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> plays uh, so the, he plays an orc in this movie. So he's actually the, yeah. the orc partner. Yeah, he's oh, the guy under the makeup. Yep. So. Quick synopsis on this one is it's a um, it's an alternate uh, present where um, uh, the fantasy world has progressed and it's now modern day. So there is a tenuous relationship between uh, humans, orcs, fairies, and elves, and it's all just existing in this world um, as if the Lord of the Rings story took place in the past and then progressed to today. And this is where we are, and it seems like it's a uh, the generic plot is just that uh, they're breaking down some sort of racial barrier, uh, and then an orc has made the first police officer, um, and, and Will Smith is his partner. Um, mm. or, or rather, this orc has made the first, first orcish police officer, and Will Smith is his partner, which um, which has a lot of parallels to some shit that Rich and I uh, yeah. have worked on I was, for a that, long time. That was my first thought. Dave and I have had uh, a comic book that's been in pitch mode for a while, and um, I'm hoping that it's <laughs> it doesn't share yeah. that many similarities, but yeah, it sounds so kind different. of similar, and I'm kind of bummed about it. But, but um, this movie, uh, so I, I did some reading on it. It got uh, it got low scores, um, yeah. and uh, you know I, I didn't really see why. I, I didn't want to read into it, but I know whenever you try to approach a racial barrier thing, it's never going to go well. There's mm. never going to be a moment where it's like, hmm, that was good. That spoke to the. Uh, that, that spoke to the problems of today. Somebody's going to have a problem well, with it. Well, I, I feel like if it's going to be that racially tied, there are going to be those moments where it's just kind of hackneyed, and it's yeah. like, see, this is what really happens in, in America, and blah, 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 blah. And right. like, it just really make the film come to a, a screeching halt and call attention to the racial undertones. Right. <laughs> you know, and right. it you know, it just leaves you like, ah oh, man, but Right. They I might have put had... too much effort into that and not into just making a good story, which yeah. is really what we're all here to watch. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I can go watch the news if I wanna if I want to see <laughs> racial tension in the yeah. world. Um but yeah, but you know what? I also think this aside from that, maybe this just took people off of <clears throat> you know, out of their out of their element and, and maybe caught them off guard and they weren't ready for it. I've always liked weird genre bending films. Like I don't know why the one that's coming to mind right now is Reign of Fire. Yeah. because uh, it's like a dragon movie in the post apocalyptic future. And like that movie people didn't like that movie. The but movie like, rocks. But a lot of people that I know who like like love movies are like, That movie fucking kicks ass. because yeah. uh, it's just it's something you haven't seen before, and, and that's ultimately what we're out here doing and watching movies, right? Is to yeah. try to see something that we haven't seen before. So, I have um, I have sort of high hopes for Bright, um, reserved high hopes as as normal. But uh, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to get into it. I mean, all that being said, I wonder if uh, the reason for the low scoring also, and this is just a uh, uh, just a guess, is maybe the trailer does not. You know, match up to what the actual movie is. Maybe because I, I mean we've we've seen tons of a good uh, a good example is um, it comes at night, which yeah. we watched where the trailers made it look like this kind of horror movie, but it wasn't. Yeah. You know? So I wonder if it's portrayed as being an action movie and it's just not. Yeah. It's more of a drama or 
uh, like a crime film. Right. You know, who knows? I'm uh, I'm psyched enough to get into it, um, and it looks cool enough. So I'm hoping to see some uh, some cool effects and and whatnot. And Will Smith's always pretty good. Yeah. No, absolutely. Stuff. And like this dude's been looking for some sort of redeeming role. He's been doing duds. So yeah, maybe yeah. he's really putting his heart into it this yeah. time. I hope so. Anyway. Uh, we haven't picked them up yet because uh, we we wanted to take things a little slow on our first episode in, yeah. in, in a couple months now, but uh, we are uh, we are onward after we uh, stop recording right here to go get the 2018 podcast pie, which is uh, New Year same pie, pepperoni and mushroom, all and, day, all uh, day. and of course the famous Narragansett. And I have a little challenge for you. Uh, I'd like to get a little little baby bottle of bourbon, maybe just. <laughs> Swig back a nice crisp man drink while we uh, talk our way through this. When we get back. What do you say? I can uh, I can fucks with that. Yeah, you want to try it again? I I'll give it a go. Good. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, we will see you in one hour and fifty-seven minutes. One well, hour hour and. Hey, bitch. What did you get? Yeah. Killing We're industrious it. people as we get older. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, if I do it very quietly, can I put paint samples on the wall? Oh, uh, yeah. You can go ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got these homies. And 57 minutes later. I hope you brought the cookies. All right, everybody. Welcome back. We just got done watching Bright. Yes, we did. Um, first and foremost, I am going to pop this bottle open yes. right now and i'm going to pour us each a glass of whiskey mm. because dave we had a monumental tonight, moment tonight a milestone moment mm-hmm. the raw viewage curse has been broken we, we finally got some tits fucking it's only taken 11 episodes wonderful thing and yeah it took 11 episodes and oddly enough this happened on a netflix yeah. <laughs> movie. Yeah, not exactly what you would think. Direct to Netflix, we saw that. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. That was awesome. Yeah. That was one of the things that I would say I liked about this movie. <laughs> yeah, um, no, this uh, this movie, um, this was mediocre, I felt. Mediocre at best, but yeah. uh, while it was not definitely not good, it was definitely not bad. Yeah. Um, I think the things that I, I, I liked about this movie, before we get into any real kind of dissection of it, is the fact that... Um, there was a lot of money behind it. Yeah. Um, the acting talent was strong, although not performed by the folks that you maybe think would have it. Um, uh, the best character in my movie, which we'll get into, was Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton, uh, I would say the same of the orc. Yep. Uh, he was great. He was almost kind of lovable. I feel like they could have done something with that, which was good. The The general concept and the, the base level execution of it was, I thought, pretty good. And the setup was all right. Like, fairies are these fucking obnoxious little shits. You know, orcs are kind of like hated war criminals. The elves are the rich, elite runners of the worlds. And then there's the humans that are just like in the middle as the service people. Yeah. And I thought that was just a really cool setup. It just feels like you already kind of knew that's how it was going to go. But it was it was done well. Yeah. Um, I mean, my actual issue of it was one of my issues, I guess. Was in the the hierarchy of it though, as you were just saying, like how you have the humans, the orcs, the elves, and there were all these mythological creatures in the background. So there was like, oh, is that like a centaur? Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's weird. He's like a mounted unit, yeah. but 
Why don't we know more about that stuff? Why? Who the fuck cares about the orc cop? There's a goddamn centaur cop out yeah, there. Yeah. That doesn't make anyone mad? Yeah. Isn't that racist? Is that a caveman? Just doing sword tricks out in the street. <laughs> It's been going on for like 20 minutes. It's kind of good. <laughs> Throws him a beer. <laughs> let's, let's watch. Why Why does everybody hate orcs, but, you know, a cop, a, a centaur cop is fine, right. you know? Or, uh, like, there was one scene where it was an establishing shot of the city, but in the background you saw, like, a dragon flying through yeah, the sky. Yeah, a 10-ton like, lizard this is, monster yeah. that can breathe fire. That's a fucking weapon of it's, fantastical mass it's destruction. It's a flying dinosaur that yeah. shoots fire. Yeah, somebody's going to deal <laughs> like, with that. Yeah. No one cares about this? Yeah, but we don't like the one orc police yeah, officer. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, um, but, like... Uh, yeah, th- I mean, those were the ups and downs, I suppose. I mean, the story we can run it through real quick because the story was fairly basic. Um, you got an orc police officer, it's the first one, um, and uh, he's partnered up with Will Smith. Will Smith's got this apparently sort of happy home life. The thing is, Will Smith is a, and we'll get here when we get to characters, but he's a complete asshole. Yeah, he's, the whole he's movie. A big I don't asshole. really feel like he learns his lesson or anything like that. So um, he doesn't want to, it, it starts with him getting shot. Yeah. By an orc. And the orc partner trying to run that orc down doesn't do it right. Months transpire. Will Smith's back on the force. They go out. Uh, they're doing some shit. And it's discovered that there is this um, class of elf called the Inferni who are trying to bring the Dark Lord back, which 2,000 years ago, like right around the time Jesus would have been a thing, uh, there was this Dark Lord character that uh, some order... Or there was the alliance of the nine races, or some shit. Yeah, well, there, there is this caveman-looking guy swinging a sword around. Yeah, you know, in the middle of the street, and they're called to that scene, and he's apparently a, like a, a the worker shining shield of the shining shield shit. or something yeah. like that. Now, these are the people that are supposed to be protecting. Everybody else from the Dark Lord coming about. But, but this dude's drunk swinging a fucking claymore and, out in the middle of the street. And he's the only member of this society, Apparently. too, by the way, in the entire movie. So Well, they, 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 so they, they uncover one of their hideouts. And right, um, yeah, they, yeah, there's, yeah. This, there's this elven girl there, and she's got a fucking magic wand. Now, they, they mention that it only takes three magic wands to bring back the Dark Lord. Mm. That's it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like you can accidentally do that. Three magic wands? Just three? Why hasn't anyone done this? I got like Are seven. They special magic wands? No, I got like old ones and shit that <laughs> yeah. are just in drawers around. Like, you I mean got... I could have accidentally brought back the Dark Lord? Yes. Yeah, By... A lot of times. My buddies and I, 4th of July, we're outside hurling spells around these have fucking Have seen things? my junk drawer? Yeah. It's filled with them. Yeah, ones with batteries, ones that have charging. Like, yeah. When we get this new one, it, it, it charges on a pad. I'm trying not to laugh when I say that we (laughs) have a magic wand. It sounds as stupid as I say it. They need like three still, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is how hard it is to get one. And there is one here, and this one chick who's the head of the Inferti had the wand, but it was stolen or given to somebody to assassinate this elven girl that they kind of come across uh, because it was her sister. And she has the fucking wand. And now it's like the warrior. It becomes like the warriors after that. It's like yeah. everybody wants to get this wand. So these two comps and this one elven girl are trying to get some, anywhere. They're just trying to survive the night yep. with, with this wand. And that sounds cool. But it's like 
kind of meh. You know what well, I mean? Like, it's it, just, like, almost cool, but, like, they get chased around by, like, a bunch of cholos, an unending army of cholos that's led by a dude in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was, like, the most unthreatening thing you could yeah. possibly be chased by. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could get away pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, their boss is in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah! He's <laughs> yeah. just wheeling down the street. Yeah. Like, you better hope that he's not on a hill. Like, that's, like, your worst problem. Skids to a stop. <laughs> Sideways. Let him go. Like you're on a bicycle. Yeah. Why don't they just ice poison? He's in a fucking wheelchair. Yeah. Just... Pop his tires, slice his tires. <laughs> yeah, just like let him run throw, and throw a stick in there. Yeah, spark shooting <laughs> off the back of his wheelchair as he tries to <laughs> scrape after you. He wants to get the wand so he can fix his leg so he can bang his old lady. Yeah. <laughs> And like we literally asked in the middle of this like gunfight they're about to get into, it's like why not just use a magic wand to fix his legs? And be like, now we're gonna take the magic wand. Like yeah. start doling out some magic. Meanwhile, uh, it's 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 shown that only um, people who are called brights yeah. can use magic wands, and that there aren't very many out there. Yeah. And apparently, like these couple of elf people are able to do it, and apparently, I guess Will Smith can too. But yeah. Um, well, he's part of the prophecy, uh, right? Yeah, and we'll get we'll get to that in a second. But my point is is, uh, is that knowing this, everybody still wants this magic wand, thinking that they can make their lives better. Yeah. But, but if you try to use it and you're not a bright, like you die immediately. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. And like you see it happen, everyone's like, "Let me use it to do this," and it's like you can't touch it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. The fuck is the matter with you? Like, what do you, you know? know like, somebody who can use it, or you what? A book? Is there books in this world? Yeah. <laughs> and know yeah. that you can't fucking just grab a magic wand and everybody tries to do it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's the most unbelievable thing. In this whole fucking unbelievable movie, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the most unbelievable thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it comes out early. Some the, This drunk guy just swinging a claymore around says some shit to the orc about how uh, he's the chosen one. The orc is this chosen one because the prophecy is that Will Smith is this magical being and the, and the orc is the chosen one to protect him. And you immediately are like, oh, come on, really? This dickhead? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like he's gonna be the fucking like whatever. And it was, and that's essentially fight scenes happen. You know what I mean. The the best part of the movie, I think, were the villainous characters, which are these yeah. inferti, these elves. Good. The best scenes, the best action sequences in this movie, are, are executed by these like three or four elves that are hunting this this wand down. They're awesome. They look cool. They fight cool. Some of the best action choreography in the whole film is executed by these characters. You actually, generally, they weren't bad, bad guys. Like, they were kind of good. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it took a lot to eventually kill them, obviously. Uh, but there was a lot of action necessary to do it. But the, that's really it. Like, the rest of it is... Oh, there was a... And the other thing to really speak of, I think, would be about the right about the one third mark of the movie. The, the cops try to like turn the cops. Some cops basically were like, "We want to keep this wand, uh, and we want to kill the orc and say that he tried to do something with it or whatever." We can yeah, like because nobody wants shit. the orc on the force. They're yeah. trying to get Will Smith to turn on his partner the and whole time because yeah. just to get rid of him. Yeah, and yeah. whatever. And he's approached by Internal Affairs also around this point or right before oh, given a tape recorder to get the orc to. Um, get to Orc to um, to roll over on the fact mm-hmm. that he's like still he he's he's more allegiant to Orcs than he is uh, the police. So he, essentially, Will Smith the whole movie is wearing a fucking wire to to get his partner to roll out some information. This point, you at this point, you go, oh okay, he's gonna hand that to his captain in the end of the movie. 
and that's going to absolve them of all of this crime and stuff like that. That doesn't even happen. Yeah, or or they like find the tape recorder on like his bulletproof vest that he left in the alley. Like we yeah, found your tape, man. That doesn't you guys even are good. happen at yeah. all. The movie just kind of ends. They get absolved of their crimes, and yeah, there's the reason why we started this little thing off with a French accent. Is there's a uh, there's one other element to this movie. There is the federal agency of magic or something like that, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was almost like it's corny as it is. I liked it. They're the FBI when it comes to, to magic fucking magic. Stuff, yeah. I don't speak elvish. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> you want to speak elvish, baby? <laughs> 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 it took me a second. I don't speak elvish, baby. I'm Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to the king of the elves. Hell. <laughs> Elvis Presley. Uh, she says you gotta protect me. <laughs> Know the smell of cookies and cream. <laughs> My favorite. She's, accent. She smells like cookies. I read a book about it. I read a book about Inferni. It was called Inferni. It's called Dante's Inferni. <laughs> Don't let the firefighters in. Tell them I said so. And it's a partnered human and an elf, and the elf is obviously super clean, driving like some fucking prototype Audi, you know, like super guy. And then the human counterpart is like typical, like overweight, fucking like, yeah, middle-aged guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, you can tell he just likes to get drunk when yeah. he's not anywhere. You know, it, it, it is what it is. But like, I like that element. And they showed up way too late. You know what I mean? If they had made them a better thing, and we'll go, we'll get into that. Well, later, I mean, geez, like they didn't really make them a thing at all no. it was like they they were there in Good the background ideas. and you're like okay well what do these guys do right. what do these guys do like you again, expected them to show up at the end like to help them out or yeah. something or bail them out i don't know once again a lot of good ideas that just kind of like unfortunately were yeah. executed. a lot of a lot of loose ends yeah. in this in this movie so um so then we're on to characters uh first one i would go with is obviously the the main character of the film which is daryl ward He's a fucking asshole with no redeeming qualities. Yeah, yeah, no, he's just a dick the whole movie. I hate Will Smith. Yeah, he's <laughs> kind of an asshole. So they fully established him as being a douche. I hate Will Smith in this movie. Yeah. Because you suck. You're a fucking asshole. No one wants to ride with you. You're a dickhead, not only to your orcish police counterpart, you're a dickhead to your human counterparts. In fact, you're being a dickhead right now. Now get out of my fucking face. Because I don't like... Dicks! You happen to be a lesbian! Blessed? The, the guy I'm so riding away that's blessed with what? Being a grade-A asshole? And why are you still in your pajamas? I, <laughs> I got a lot of fucking questions. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about the fact that there's orcs and elves. No, it's the fact that you're still wearing your slippies and you're in your boxers yeah. right now, you cocksucker. Yeah, no, he is. He's a prophecy. Uh, He's a dick to his wife in the beginning. He's a dick to his daughter. He's a dick to... He's a fucking general cocksucker yeah. to every single human, elf, or fairy, a goddamn doorway, anything that he <laughs> encounters. Yeah. He's fucking. a fucking asshole. There yeah. is no redeeming qualities this character. He was the worst part of this movie. Yeah, no, he, he was just not a good guy. He sucked. Yeah. And to make him also this, like, prophecy character, that had made me no, angry. Yeah, it, it, he should have never had that. It should have been somebody else. The The entire movie they were talking about this prophecy thing where, uh, where I guess, like, there's some quote-unquote chosen one, of course. 
yeah. that would save the day and could pick up the wand and everything. And that should have been the orc. That should, should have been Joel orc. Edgerton. That, that should have been that. That would have made sense. Like, why is the guy who's just an asshole the entire time and who has no problems throughout the movie because he's just a regular guy, and then the orc? has all these issues you know with being accepted for for being an orc because the orcs don't like him uh the cops don't like him because he's an orc (laughs) you know like all this shit like that could have been his his big thing yeah but no it's it's will smith right you know and like even as corny as it would be he never even turned a corner even at the halfway point of the movie there wasn't a moment where he had he was nice i mean even the one slightly heartwarming moment they share together he ends it by saying we're not friends you get that right like you know what i mean it's just yeah like, yeah dude you suck yeah but you know what for all that he lacked i would say the orc which whose name was nick uh jacoby i already like the orc way better friends. Yeah. yeah i really like this orc <laughs> I think orc or- music I think, rocks. Or- I think orcs <laughs> in general fucking kick ass. He's talking about fingering his finger hole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm talking about putting my finger through the loop that my thumb and index finger was. <laughs> you know, fucking. Actually, more like an orc. Sorry, I dropped the most important thing we had. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, butterfingers. Hey, guys, I found Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Now you found him, why don't you fucking marry him? Nah. <laughs> uh, Nick Jacoby is the orc, and he had way more depth. He really did, and he was he was just yeah, he, uh, acted well. Uh, the effects, like his makeup effects were great. Right. Um, I loved, too, like the subtle thing, like his tusks were, were uh, capped off. Yes. You know, whereas every other orc in the movie had their, like, their, their full pointy like bottom teeth tusk realize that uh you know like the orcs keep to themselves there they live in this clan mentality and so uh nick trying to be a police officer he's also looked down on his orcish brethren uh but also despised by the humans so he's almost like he has no place but like he's a very good humored guy yeah you know what i mean like he he literally is leaning up against the wall in one scene when all his fellow officers are like talking complete shit about him and he just, he never fucking bats an eyelash. Now we're talking about a dude who could probably pick up a fucking car because they have superhuman strength and, like, destroy all of them in a single throw. And he doesn't ever act out or flip out. He's just down to his core. He's a good spirit. And, like, I thought that was just a good kind of character Yeah, thing. which is why he should have been the chosen right. one. You know, right. that's the thing. Or they should have, they could have at least done a little prophecy flip-flop. Like, no, Maybe it's actually not it you. Yeah, or something, or something like, yeah. it's not you, it's me. Or, you know, like, whatever. Uh, he was cool, and like, and granted, he had some bumbling moments that were a little too heavy-handed. Where he was just, he they kind of d- made him a little too dumb sometimes, and it was like, yeah. on, you know what I mean? Like, we don't need to, we don't need to make him dumber. I mean, you know, like, he's just a good guy. Like, that can be kind of dumb sometimes. Yeah, like, let that be that. But yeah, uh, otherwise he was good. And then, um, and I guess there's the elfish girl. Uh, Teacup. Teacup! Teacups! Okay. Tika can get it? Yeah. Unless it's like a really feminine looking dude elf. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Tika can not get it. Yeah. <laughs> Tika's dick, Tika! Tika can get the fuck out. <laughs> so, it seems to me that like elves are just as powerful as orcs, so yeah. why the fuck do people like elves? Because they're rich. Oh. 
or dumb like this broad they got. This asshole, yeah. Stop trying to ride the hot water heater! It's not a fucking horse! <laughs> I think we picked up a simple elf. I will cover you with her hot blood. With her hot her ass. Hot ass yeah. blood. Oh, Teacup's alive. Teacup and a hoodie. <laughs> Teacup. Teacup, yep. Tika is the girl they find uh, at this Shining Shield place. I know we're murdering that now. I don't, I don't remember what it was. The Order. Uh, Order of the Shield or some something. Shit, yeah. Some bullshit. She was there and uh, she's, a, she's a fucking flake the whole movie. She's either asleep or she's screaming in Elvish or she's fighting or she's suddenly like cool. It's weird. Yeah, she's doing like parkour or she's like just on her knees right. like crying. It's like the director <laughs> told her just like be a cat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, friendly, insane, aloof, yeah. or gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or start licking your hand yeah. in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She is just all over the fucking place. Um, and the, but there really wasn't much to speak of for her because yeah. she just kind of only shows up in the absolute like last moment when they need her. Um, and the other character I'd really talk about would be um, Bad Lady, uh, Layla. Yeah, she could get Yeah, that was Numi Rapace. That was Numi Rapace of, like, um, girl with the dragon tattoo fame. And I think she was yeah. in, like, the second uh, Sherlock Holmes, other movies. She's awesome. Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah. She's awesome, and she's a very, very beautiful woman and very, very good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, probably one of the better parts of this movie as well, although my one complaint would be she didn't have enough screen time. She is the head of the Inferni. She is the primary villain. Uh, this woman is very athletic and has always been very, like, you can tell she does a lot of her, I mean, not her own stunts, but she does a lot of, like, shit. And, like, when she performs shit, she she looks, there's something about her that is so, it, it, she was very believable as an elf. It's like she can just melt into a place and just do horrific yeah. damage and it's just a thing, you know? Like, she looks like the type of broad that could hop a fence, no problem. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, start cooking on your grill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah. like, yeah, she uh, she was awesome, but she just didn't have a lot of screen time. And, and the only scenes that were really, really good in this movie were when she was on screen kicking ass. Yeah. Well, I mean that that might bring us into unless you have anything else to go through, but things that would make the movie better. Uh, because the thing that would pop out to me the most, uh, kind of as a good segue to to her bit, is that. There were no stakes in this movie yeah. at all. That, that was my problem, at least. You know, they were talking about this um, crazy Dark Lord. They were talking about, you know, uh, uh, this, uh, this, this crazy elf lady and this um, extremist group. Um, and it just didn't feel like it was building to anything, you know what I mean? Well, they say, they say the, the Federal Bureau of Magic says... Uh, you need three wands to bring back the dark. They only had one. So we thought the whole movie was just going to be this villain trying to procure three wands. We right. only see one. Nobody ever even mentions another two or however fucking many there are. But like you said, there are no stakes. It's not like we have two and we need to find the final right. one. And it's this one. You know what I mean? That we're hunting throughout the whole city. Right. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. There were no stakes. And it was just like, it wasn't even like the Dark Lord almost showed up. Spoiler alert. He doesn't. Yeah, it, they don't even get close to it, though. Not even like, a there, there wasn't even, like, a portal starting to open. Yeah. And then they ended up shit. shutting it down. Like, where down. they throw her into it, and then yeah. it closes. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, like, you know? This isn't new. This isn't new thing. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Uh, yeah, no, it was just like, yeah. And then, I'll say it. I mean, like, my biggest problem in this movie is they spent 
way too much time on this racial tension angle. And it was like, we get it. It wasn't even just heavy-handed. It was like ratcheted up, though. It oh, was yeah. like it was like they te- they took normal racism and made it like turbo racism. Oh you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like, like to the point where I'm like, I don't think you know, and I could be wrong because we're we live on the complete other side of the country and all this stuff. Excuse me, but I I don't think that people act that way, <laughs> you know, in actuality. I mean, in just every single interaction. Right, yeah, that's, I think it that's, would be that's like what I'm if, saying. If you lived in this movie, it'd be like every single interaction you have with a different ethnicity, it was discussed in a very aggressive manner. Yes, yes. I get it. I get what you're playing at, especially when there are cops, but like... I have to imagine there's like a locker room somewhere where they're like, this fucking guy's fucking half Asian fucking yeah. piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, if you don't get try to get him kicked off the force, we're going to kick your ass. Yeah, we're going to kick your ass, and then we're going to kick his ass, and we're going to kick both your asses <laughs> off the force. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. a, it's way over. It's just way too heavy-handed. The other thing I think would have made this movie better is um, Will Smith should have had... Some sort of, if we're going to make him the prophet, the chosen one, the the Jesus of the story, he needs to have some sort of, he needed to be, he shouldn't have had a family. How about that? He shouldn't have had a family. He should have been a fucking John McClane, stay-at-home alcoholic who fucking, whose family left him after he got shot. And he fucking, he saw no hope left. And if actually, if anything, like he didn't even mind the orc. Off the force. He didn't even oh, yeah. mind the orc because the orc was the only one who fucking treated him like a fucking like an equal. Or, that would have been a fucking great story. Or you could even go the other way and have his family life be fine, but have him secretly be a scumbag who's like cheating on his wife with like sure. an elf chick or an orc or something. Right, but just to be an asshole and not to redeem any of your qualities. You know what I mean? Like. He's just a fucking prick from beginning yeah. to end, and there's nothing about him that's remotely nice or kind or gentle. You don't see him do nothing, something nice. Even his fucking relationship with his daughter is bad. Yeah. Like, the last thing is, like, his daughter being like, I don't want you to be a cop because I want you to die. And he's like, shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking... It, it would have been better if they had just... You got to shoot some extra angle in there. He can't be a wonderful fucking father, but a complete asshole at work all the time. And, like... We see his wife and his kid in the beginning. That's it. Yeah. They needed to be back. They needed to be back there in the end or something. Well, I mean, shit, they could have used his family as leverage. Yeah. You know, like the elf people, the extremists could have, like, been like, all right, well, this is the guy we need to get. Right. So let's go after his family. Exactly. And then draw him to whatever place. Yeah. Spoiler alert. In the end, they shoot the elf, uh, the main elf villainess to death. And then she comes back to life because magic. You know what I mean? Well, what should happen is they shoot her, they save the other elven girl, everything's happy, and then when he goes home that night, he opens the door and turns on the lights, and she's there with the family. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, remember he didn't want that orc just driving up to his house? Well, this time he shows up because he like either left something or whatever, or he dropped them off and he heard something and he comes in. That's a fucking better character yeah. moment. That's a way better character moment. In a more dramatic end to a movie that needed more drama in it yeah no you're absolutely right um that and uh, i would say too another thing the loose ends in this movie were ridiculous yeah the the fbi magic agents um they were peppered throughout the movie not and had no consequence yeah 
Uh, the internal affairs guys, same thing. They were shown at the beginning, yeah. I guess, like the first 20 minutes-ish of the movie, because they were like, uh, we don't believe the orc that he you know, ran down the suspect at the very beginning, so we want you to wear a wire. And it's like, okay. Yeah, get him kicked off. Yeah, let's get him kicked off we the never force. never see them again. You never see him again. Right. You know? Uh, when then, realistically, they could have approached him again in the end, right at the end, and he should have like just blasted him in the face. Yeah. Because you know I mean? he, he'd connect with his partner, he knows he wouldn't have sold him out. Or rather, he knows the truth now about what really happened. Yeah, exactly. That, that could have been like an entire retelling, you know, yeah. where, the, where the whole thing gets wrapped up and it's just him telling the story of what went down. Yeah. Dude, yeah, they were, like you're right, you're right. It's like they started off with these ideas and these concepts, and then throughout the making of the movie, they were like, "Fuck, we're not gonna be able to tie it off. Just let it go." Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's where the movie suffered. There's, there's, you know, it wouldn't have taken that much work to make it really good. Just a little, you know, ease off the gas with the racial kind of tension thing. Add a little bit of drama here and here. Tighten up some of these character stories, and 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 really. Rather, make your universe connect. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that... Another movie that we've brought up frequently on this podcast that we use as a point of comparison is John Wick. Yeah. John Wick had... The, I think what made that movie so romantic in a weird way is the fact that you felt like this world was almost comic booky. Like, there was... You knew there was so much more. And you could only see a little bit of it. And it all tied back together. That's what made it important. And... This movie could have used a little bit of that love. A little yeah. bit of that, like... Well, yeah. You know, you got that John Wick in there. We talked about Reign of Fire. That yeah. did the same thing. You know, you didn't... You weren't... You didn't have a lot of explanation involved, but you didn't need it. No. You know, uh, I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time, too, is, um, like, Big Trouble in Little China, where shit just goes haywire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Not but a whole at the same time... Of explanation. At the same... Yeah, it's like Chinese ghosts and all right. this crap, but... You're still like, yeah, I'm into it. Right. You know, the way you leave a loose end is to start an end. Maybe sometimes you just don't start one at all. Just say, well, this is the world you live yeah, in. Yeah, well, this is what's happening. Right. Yeah, you don't exactly. have to explain everything. Exactly. Yeah. So, on to Inhaler Puffs. Rich, I'd like you to go first. I'd like to know what you felt. Shit. Uh, as far as Inhaler Puffs out of five, I was going to give it a two and a half, but I think I'm going to do two. Okay. I'm going to give it a two. Um, because this isn't really that bad of a movie, but it's not a very good one either. No. You know, I don't. I don't think I would really watch it again. Yeah. You know, if they came out with a bright two, I would probably check it out and right. hope that it's better than the first one. But right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. This is like a first in Ravi history. I think I'm gonna go with a fucking three. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the reason being is like I just saw a lot of potential. I, I just I really like the idea of a present day where the fantasy world that we all kind of grew up reading moved on. And there is a, a fucking Los Angeles. And there's an elf town yeah. that, like, you are not fucking really allowed to go to unless you're an elf. And it's just rich and crazy. And then there's all these other things. Yeah, sure, there were some things that were kind of fucking corny about this. Like, really fucking corny at some point. But, like, realistically watching cops, like, talk about magic wands over radios, it's, like, really weirdly <laughs> makes me feel like there's still magic left in the cinematic universe, yep. not to use a magic pun to describe a magic movie, but I don't know, I, I think it could have been better, but the racial stuff, all that stuff just really, unfortunately, was what they hit the gas too hard on, and um, this movie could have had some comedy to it that I think would have been, that would have, would have made... It would be like adding a little bit of a splash of something to a hard drink to just take take the edge off of it. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that it being a Netflix movie 
hindered it in that way. Could have. Like, like, do you think that since it's not some big production company, like big production companies, they, they rely on like focus groups and various channels point. of editing? That's a good point. Yeah, actually, that, that does sound right. You're right, because uh, there's so much more money to be made uh, with a, with a um, you know what I mean, when you really look at it. And yeah, I, I think if you had put Bright in theaters, uh, I think it would have had a couple more rewrites. And I think it actually yeah. probably, if you would put this movie in the hands of like 20th Century Fox or fucking whoever, Universal... And you'd put this fucking thing on the fil- on the screen. This could have been actually a pretty cool movie. Yeah. Not to say that they're always right, because Jesus Christ, more often not they're well, wrong. Well, Jesus Christ, I mean, this year we got the Mummy, too. right? <laughs> you know, and that was right. a horrible movie, right? But this this could have been with a little bit more love. Could have been something really really special. And unfortunately, you're never going to see it bright too, because it's got low scores, and I'd imagine probably a low viewership too. And considering they spent ninety million dollars on it, it's not going to make that much back, especially critically. They're probably not going to take... That's the thing that uh, that hurts me with this, is they're not going to take that much of a wild stab. I mean, folks, this is this is where, actually, cinema is good for for movies. And I'm talking, like, actually movie theaters. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you're, you're, you have these companies that need and want to make money, both. You know, and, and that's going to... That's going to enhance the product or hinder the product. They're going to do some research. They're they're going to try. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Well, I mean, shoot us a message, um, robviewage at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know if you liked it. Yeah, let me know if you liked it, if you disagree with us, if you think the racial stuff was over the top. I mean, whatever. If you have a thought on how to make the movie better. Fuck yeah, we want to hear them. Yeah. I want to talk about them on the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. we got to fucking bring up the last podcast and run out some ideas that came off the last one from some of our viewership. I would love to hear what you think and talk about it on, on air. And is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're doing a podcast? Unrecorded podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Rao Viewage uh, on Instagram. Um, find us there. Drop us some comments. Leave us a little love. Shoot us some DM us some weird shit you found on the, in, out in the cinematic universe. That nebulous environment of beautiful, beautiful film nuggets. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shoot us out that way. And uh, I think lastly, on Facebook, uh, you can find us the Raw Viewage if you just search that shit. <laughs> yeah, search it. it yeah, yeah, it's just it's at Raw Viewage. Yeah, it's at Raw Viewage. But uh, talk to us, fuckers. Yeah. So welcome to 2018, you sons of bitches. You're going to be seeing a hell of a lot more of us. So we got a whole new year ahead. We do. Until then, we'll talk to you kids later. See ya. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where are you going? You still got bonus viewage to hear. Uh, this is Dave. I'm here to uh, give you the thank yous and the send off before we get there, though. Trust me, I'll try to make it super fast. That way you can get to all the nonsense that we talk about during the making of one of these goddamn things. As the marching order states, the first thank you goes to our buddies at Calibres for letting us use their song Lust for Sacrilege. As our theme song, it's one of our favorites, um, definitely one of their best albums. I highly recommend, if you've already farmed that one out and need something from them, go back to 13 Halloweens. That's a great album. Maybe do a little newer. Dayglow Necros, also fantastic. Couple of my favorites, even. Get into them. To Paradise Pizza, obviously. Mega thank you. The podcast by. Man, this whole thing just, just balances... On the delicious, delicious pie that you guys sling. Thank you so much. 2018 will not change that. The podcast pie remains pepperoni and mushroom. Always and forever. Near Gansett. Mega thank you, of course. 
You make the Cruising Altitude Beer the ultimate Cruising Altitude Beer, and it's from New England, so it feels like I'm doing something locally. Thank you guys. You rock. Your beer rocks. Another huge thank you just goes to Netflix in general. Thank you so much, because uh, in these deep, dark winter months, without you, I'd have no fucking idea what I'd be doing. Probably something productive. But until that horrific time comes, thanks for being there for me. Oh, and uh, to the makers of Bright, you know, hey, look, you didn't knock it out of the park. But it was definitely ground rule, though. You got something there. And uh, let's just see who's next to the bat. You know what I mean? I can't make baseball puns. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying. Okay, okay, okay. I think that's it for thank you. So, um, yeah. Well, I'll see you guys next time. Here we go. Bonus food. Pew, pew, pew. Welcome to Middle Earth. We're fucking people now. Oh, look at that. That makes my mouth water. We're eating pizza now. You're fucking tricky pizza. Yeah, this pizza's fucking You got me shot. Don't get me stabbed. Well, burned. I don't like being burned either. No burns, no stabs, no no bullets. I'm like getting tickled. If I get tickled, shoot me. It put me out of my misery. I don't like being cuddled. So cuddle me. Spooning is cuddling with that's, a different name. That's off limits. Off, off, way off limits. I do like ice cream, though. Is that Margaret Cho? That's what I thought for a second, too. Because Sergeant Margaret Cho is being a bitch. It is Margaret Cho. <laughs> I think Margaret Cho acting like she's getting shot is the funniest joke she ever told. <laughs> yeah. She goes like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Alright, you know what? They had to overlook <laughs> the music. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's just make this a silent scene. Like she snorted halfway through, like, yeah. <laughs> Land is 13 feet off the fucking ground. We measured that. With tape measure. So you know it's legit. I love the smash cut. <laughs> <laughs> we got a guy who knows how to read tape measures out here. Yeah, it's 18 feet. It's like a dude in overalls. It's like a flannel. We got a metal guy. He said it was a metal lamp. <laughs> That's metal. We got an alleyway guy. It's a bum. He's like, this is an alleyway. They got him. Nice of his dead body to throw that shotgun out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clan blood. I thought they kept saying clam blood. Yeah, like what you make a Bloody Mary out of. <laughs> or what you make a good chowder broth out of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the secret's in the clam blood. <laughs> I really did. I was like, man, so like, are the orcs the pearls of giant clams? <laughs> All we got is condoms. All we got is condoms in the glove box! And Burger King napkins! God damn! Wait a second, and then MacGyver something? <laughs> a flaming condom Burger King napkin grenade? It's like, my mom showed me how to make this. <laughs> you just used some clam blood. <laughs> a little bit of clam blood and a little prayer. Oh, I have a feeling she was already gonna die, but that's fine. Well, because she was only a torso. <laughs> Is that why? I... I'm not a... <laughs> I'm not a doc. Are they really in a mosh pit right now? Yeah, like, why was the quickest way out of there through the mosh pit? Ben's like, thank you! <laughs> thank you. This next song's called Weird Cop Shootout Fight That Just Happened In Front Of Us. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> I gave it to the bomb. You never know. Swipe left. Oh, God. Oh, boy. That was bad. Is that the tree of life?
Nobody. Yeah, it's in L.A., didn't you know? Of course it is. Not like Norway, where I feel like elves are from. Yeah. No, but it's in L.A. Yeah. Where cholos are from. <laughs> Everyone get to your Lamborghinis! <laughs> we gotta drive around everywhere! <laughs> We're looking for people! <laughs> People wearing clothes! <laughs> Let's go! There's a guy on a throne of bones. Bone throne. <laughs> Sounds like a sex toy. Yeah. I love Fuck Off Owen. That's my favorite piece of graffiti I've seen in this whole movie. <laughs> so <laughs> direct. Crazy? Fuck off, Owen. She had the magic wand in her all heart. along. In her heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he fucked. I was fucked up. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh god, it feels like I ate some bad tacos. Yeah. Death has the worst hangover. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, am I shitting? Am I shitting? <laughs> <laughs>